Do you remember bull market vibes? When you'd come onto Twitter or hop onto spaces, you'd hear excited voices, people that were just having fun, music was playing, and it was just a really good time. Great conversations, not fudding about floor prices and complaining about the latest mistakes by founders, but genuine fun times. Well, today we're going to dive into a pocket that I've been spending a lot of time in, and I can genuinely say there's bull market vibes there, and there is no mention about prices whatsoever. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. So if you're keeping track, we are officially at episode 500. I was planning to do this whole live stream thing on multiple platforms and what have you. However, that didn't go down as planned. But guess what? We're still going to do some fun things. So stay tuned for that. So over the last 500 episodes, we have gone through the ups and the downs of the markets. And as I opened up with this whole thing saying, do you remember bull market vibes? When I came into the space, it was really exciting. That was the beginning, just right before we headed into the bull market and had a year, about a year and a half of just extremely fun times. Spaces were popping. It was just really amazing. And I miss those days, except for the fact that the conversation was all about all the money that we're going to make. The pocket that I've recently found and have been having as much fun with is the Polygon spaces. The bull market vibes are there minus all the price concerns and everything. Just genuinely people that are enjoying each other's company, building in the space and sharing of the enthusiasm and the excitement that we thought were gone within the space, which is pretty crazy because for the most part across the NFT ecosystem, the crypto ecosystem, this has been a brutal period. Sure, prices are rallying a little bit right now as far as the crypto side of things, but it has been a quote unquote bloodbath over on the NFT markets. So NFT communities are kind of beat up and it's pretty funny to me because a lot of these spaces that used to have hundreds of people are now dwindling down or whatever. I mean, at its peak, we probably had about 200, maybe 300,000 people in this whole NFT market. But right now, I would be very shocked if we're over 30,000. So we're talking about 10% of what was there. However, if you hop into these on Polygon spaces, which by the way, I will leave the on Polygon Twitter profile in the show notes. So this is not directly the Polygon Labs profile. However, this is community efforts, all these spaces that are being held and they're just really just doing some interesting things. They're bringing projects on. It's free to shell for most of them or just describe what's going on. They have different things such as Polygon Village, which they are building and supporting in public. It is just absolutely crazy what's going on over there. But when these projects actually come up, they start to speak about all the things that they're excited about, how various companies such as the Starbucks and the Disney's and so forth are building in the space. There is just that genuine enthusiasm. And over the last month or so, I have spent, I don't know, I would say at a bare minimum, I've spent 10 or so hours in these spaces and various communities and projects that are associated with Polygon. And would you believe that I have not heard anything related to financial gains, the market being up or down at all during that time. And I think that's just very impressive. What's happening over on Polygon is very overlooked in the sense that, of course, all the money and the attention, all the building was happening on ETH. And Polygon was like the quote unquote redheaded stepchild for a lack of a better word for what was happening on the EVM, the Ethereum virtual machine ecosystem. So directly on Ethereum, we know that is a layer one, the 
cost of building, the transactions, everything is just much more expensive. So if you're not doing something that carries the value of, say, a Basie, a Pudgy Penguin, a Doodles, or anything of that nature, it is a very tough ask to ask a community, especially when traffic starts to pick up and transactions could cost anywhere between $10 on a quote-unquote low busy time all the way up to thousands of dollars of what we saw with like Yuga and all sorts of crazy things like that. However, you know, on Polygon, the transactions are much cheaper. However, the fact that Matic is the native token of Polygon and it is not even above a dollar at the point of recording this. So a lot of people like to look at it and say, well, what's the point of it? There is no valid reason to have anything going on over Polygon. And if you look at the various things that are happening that are being built on the space and actually the market share that Polygon has compared to what's over on ETH, like the dollar, the value of the transactions and everything that's secured on the Polygon blockchain just does not even compare to ETH. Like it's a blip on the radar. However, I can definitely say there's some interesting things that are being built there. There is a real ecosystem that is set up. There is support from the community, genuine interest, and they are just forging ahead. They have this saying called pushing P. You know, that is like their thing, pushing Polygon, pushing P. So they had these spaces. They just had a month collaboration with super spaces, with having contests, and they were doing all sorts of things. They were measuring the amount of emojis that were thrown, the amount of hours spent in spaces, the amount of viewers or listeners, I should say, that popped into these spaces and just all the collaboration that was happening there. They were tracking all this. They're giving out first, second, third, I believe even fourth place prizes, uh, different honorary rewards in different categories. It was just absolutely amazing. So seeing all that develop and all the excitement that was surrounded around it, it just really shows that the market doesn't have to be making a huge rally and people have to be making money hand over fist for people to see the value of the things that are being built here. The Polygon community is an amazing example of that. As you know, I am a fan of the Wax blockchain. That's where I came in. I know you if you've been listening to every episode, you're probably tired of hearing that, but there's always new people coming in. And the Wax blockchain is very similar, reminds me to this, that the prices are low, the efficiency of it, the speed of it, and the transactions, like gas wasn't a thing, right? So coming over to Ethereum, and it was just a different world. And it's the same vibes, the same expectations, the same excitement that I'm seeing over on Polygon. So it really reminds me of the time when I came into this space. I first discovered NFTs. My first NFTs were on that chain. And it is real interesting entry point to bring people in. Of course, as I mentioned by opening up, I said that that is the blockchain of choice for a lot of companies, such as Starbucks. Their whole Odyssey rewards program, it is built on Polygon. Of course, it is not advertised up front and so forth, but we know that are in this, we, we are the hardcore people, if you will, that are looking at the blockchain and uh, reading codes and scanning Etherscan or Polyscan or wherever it is. We know that Odyssey is on Polygon, but the majority of people that drink Starbucks coffee have no clue exactly what's going on there. All they know is that they log in, they get rewards and things are happening that is of potential value. So that is just very cool to see that it is Polygon that they're building. And the same excitement of things that are being built has trickled out to the people that are really gung-ho down in the trenches in Web3. If they have fallen into this ecosystem, it's like they don't necessarily care what's happening in the market. They just know that they're making progress and they're building. And I think it is so refreshing. It is so exciting. And I've had a lot of fun. So a few things to check out that they are doing. Again, those polygon spaces. 
checking out the on polygon like that ecosystem that they have to support developers and builders in the space and they have interesting things when you go to these spaces you'll hear various projects come up and all the initiatives that they're having with their wallets that they're building that are much more user-friendly not the seed phrase and the hardcore degen type of wallets that we are used to such as the metamasks but the things that will bring in people bring in the masses that aren't really looking at decentralization and self-sovereign wallets and self-custody and all of that stuff, but they just want to interact with cool tech. Well, these are the type of things that is being built on Polygon. So it has a real mass appeal and they're solving real world problems. So unfortunately, which I, I could do an ep entire episode about all the different things that are being built within Web3 are by the techies that don't necessarily know how to run businesses. They don't have an end goal in mind. They don't necessarily have uh, finances and sustainability as far as paying staff and all that stuff in mind. They're just out there building stuff for the sake of building it because they're what? They're inventors. They're not necessarily business people. However, the things that are coming out on Polygon, they are legitimately trying to solve problems. And those are the things that are going to be more interesting to people on the outside of Web3. These aren't PFP projects that are being pushed. Sure, there are a few PFPs or generative projects on Polygon, but for the most part, the things that are on Polygon are things that could be used. The things that require a lot of transactions and speed. So very interesting solutions that are going over there. Even DeFi solutions, uh, various uh, community engagement platforms. It's just really cool what they're doing. So I highly recommend that if you've been jaded by this whole space, hopping into various ones that are complaining about Izuki's and complaining about Yuga and uh, all these big projects, I would highly recommend that you, rather than taking a break from Web3 and just ignoring everything that's being built, I would recommend and encourage you to just take a look at what's happening over at Polygon. Again, I will say it has been a real breath of fresh air and I can say 100% I am not affiliated with On Polygon or The Village or anything that they are doing over there, I think would be a very nice ecosystem to get involved with. However, at this point of recording it, I have no affiliation with them, just someone who has spent the last month or so hanging out in their spaces and I have had the time of my life and I would just love to share that with you. So this is one of those times, these milestones that I just want to take the time to absolutely thank you for coming on this journey with me. This is something that I don't say enough. And of course, I've hinted and spoken about different things that I would love to try, how I'm changing up the format. I'm trying to really uh, build out something that's sustainable, something that really appeals to someone that is looking at this for the long term, not just a quick short term flip. So those of you that are still in the space, still listening to the content, supporting, interacting with me in social media, I really appreciate you all. And I just want to thank various people along the way that have helped to push the show, helped to encourage me, helped to really get the name out there. And just to name a few people, I, I know I'm probably going to run myself into trouble here, but... I want to say thank you to Double G, one of the first people that really supported me and reached out to me and thanked me for the content that I was putting out. I, I want to say thank you to Chibi Nation for shooting out tweets and any of the content that I put out, especially the dancing chibis and anything that I say. I just really appreciate the interest and the support. Sarah and Jessica with the Rock Your Socks project. I mean, still to this day, the piece of content that has been shared the most as far as this show has been the first interview that I've done with you guys. And that was absolutely amazing. And I hope it really has given you as much exposure as it has for me. So I really appreciate that. And the fact that it lived on, you had it pinned on your profile for so long. And just a lot of people were seeing that. So I really appreciate that. 
normally when I interview someone, I'm the one who has to push it out and promote it and share it. But you guys really ran with it and put it out there. So that was just really cool. And I appreciate that a lot. Leader Icarus for listening, commenting, engaging on social media. Hashtag Jackie for leaving a review on Apple Podcast. And I'm pretty sure I know who this is when I actually know in real life. But I decided to go over there and look to see if anyone by name pops up. And it's kind of a little bit weird because on Apple Podcasts, it's by country. And when I actually check to see the reviews and see what's going on, it's only going to show me for each specific country. And I can't hop to see all the total reviews. However, if you did leave a review from another country or in another section and not just the uh, the stars, I'm not able to see it right now. So I just want to thank you anyways. So don't feel offended and say I'm skipping over your review. It's just unfortunately when I pull out my phone and actually look on the reviews, I can only see for this specific country, so it doesn't let me see globally. I don't know why they do that. But either way, I just want to thank every single person that has been a part of this journey, whether you're on the show, you're promoting it, you're just listening to the podcast, you're uh, even someone who has liked a tweet or anything that I have put out now that Threads is out and about and I'm over there at LinkedIn, all these other places that I am putting out content and I'm producing, um, whether or not uh, you even... Let it be known that you're helping to support the show. I just want to thank you for coming on this journey with me as we're learning and building Web3 together. But as usual, I will see you in the next one. Later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.